Good morning or evening or afternoon. (laughs) Whatever time you're tuning in. (laughs) This is Blonde Moments Podcast and my name is Melinda Collins. And I'm Gina Vogie. And as usual, we're very excited to have you here. Yes. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. (laughs) Already starting out just fantastic. I feel like we both didn't get a lot of sleep last night, so we're both a little... Stir crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Things are just a little hazy. My brain feels fried. Yeah, mine does too. I have no excuse for not sleeping good. It was just one of those nights where I like just couldn't sleep. Yeah, you ever have the reoccurring dream? I'm sure you have where like if you're a server, you just keep getting sat your tables sat and sat and you just can't get to all of them. Well, I'm having the hygiene dream where I keep getting a patient keeps coming and then I can't. Well, coming. (laughs) They keep (laughs) arriving at the office. They keep coming. Wow. (laughs) What kind of dental office did you work at? They just won't stop coming. There's come everywhere. (laughs) But they... You keep getting a patient and you just, you don't have the right tools or the x-rays won't develop correctly. Just waiting there with their mouth open. <laughs> and then they get mad. And so that's part of the problem of why I didn't sleep very well. And I, now I, I'm not even working. And I swear to you, I am more busy now than I was when I when was working. working. Yeah. I have no time for anything. Well, you're also winding down the home stretch for your baby too. So there's a lot to do. Very true. You should, you're supposed to be nesting too. All that's done. Okay. Well, you have your baby shower coming up too, and that's a lot of work. It really is. <laughs> Everything's a lot of work right now. When you're that pregnant, yes, everything is a lot of work. Breathing. Yeah. You already don't feel good. And then you have people like, oh, you're having twins. <laughs> Everybody's a comedian right now. Yeah. That's and for you're sure. like, no, thanks. I'm not having twins, but thanks for making me feel good. It's just a healthy boy. I don't even think I look that big, honestly, but people are just tacky. Do not look big at all. I gained 80 pounds. Eight zero. (laughs) You gained like 32. Yeah, that would be almost 50 more pounds on me. I could not imagine. Oh, I was huge. Well, just breathing. But even as big as I was, like you, you should never make a woman that pregnant feel bad. You look like you're about to pop. Yeah, shut your mouth, asshole. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks. <laughs> I, I, at the end, I would be like, "No, I'm just fat." <laughs> <laughs> you made me feel bad. Now I'm gonna make you feel bad, fucker. You People know, are just like tacky. what the hell? Listen out there, people. I don't know if you know, but when you're very pregnant, you already don't feel pretty and good and comfortable at all. Don't say mean things, okay? Yeah. If you don't know what to say, that would be complimentary. Shut your mouth. Yeah, just don't say anything else. That's the golden rule they teach you in like kindergarten. (laughs) If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you. Cheese and rice cakes. PSA of the day. (laughs) This made me feel better. You're welcome. (laughs) That's why I I love you. I was a lot fatter than you, so. (laughs) Well, I also think like, so I had my maternity shoot and I think just the dress, you know, I wanted to accentuate my stomach, you know, and it's like, I am really all belly. And so the stuff people are saying is just like, oh my God. But then I've also, I have gotten a lot of really nice sweet things when people say something that's mean it just hurts yeah because Mm -hmm. you already don't feel good you know there's nothing that feels good about being nine months pregnant (laughs) everybody feels sorry for me (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> Some people just want to be mean. I don't know why. Why you got to be so mean? And then everybody's so sensitive about everything, too, though. Oh, like, yes. so it's it's interesting times we're living in. It is. Yes. But as a pregnant woman, you're already sensitive to everything. Yeah. Oh, well, I think you look gorgeous. Well, you better say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you look gorgeous. And even if I didn't, I wouldn't say something mean. But you do look gorgeous. Well, so. you can lie to me all you want. I'll take all of the lies <laughs> and run with it. Tell me I'm pretty and feed me tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat anything right now. Oh, yeah. Pregnancy. At least you get to eat. Uh, clearly, I ate a lot more than you did. So. <laughs> <laughs> 80 pounds i don't think there's any excuse for that but whatever well you didn't i mean a lot of times people like your doctor doesn't say anything too oh they did oh did. <laughs> yeah she was like well you want to be you know staying in a certain range she's like it's easier to lose the weight after you have the baby if you don't gain a bunch of weight i'm like well no shit but <laughs> i'm eating around the clock here I would wake up in the middle of the night to pee and be like, I could really use a sandwich. <laughs> you get like a 12 inch. <laughs> I think I'll go back to bed now. I was eating a lot. I've just listened to my body. If I'm not hungry, I don't eat. If I'm hungry, I eat. I mean, I generally don't feel like I've missed any meals or anything, but it's sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just, oh, need a bowl of cereal, but I haven't done anything crazy i was very like emotional about my food too i don't know why there was this one night we went out to dinner somewhere it was like an italian one of those italian restaurants where you get like big meals that you share with everybody like um, maggiano's yeah that was it it was maggiano's and at the end for dessert we had that chocolate cake or whatever and mm. normally i love that chocolate cake but for some reason being pregnant I went home and threw up, and that's the only thing I could taste throwing up was the chocolate cake. Oh. It just grossed me out. But there was a ton of the chocolate cake left over. So the next night, I really wanted Cold Stone, like, birthday cake ice cream or something, and I asked my husband to get it for me, and he was like, can't you just eat the chocolate cake that's in the fridge? Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, ah! I, like, locked myself in the bedroom, was crying. I was like, As you, you were eating it? <laughs> No, I wouldn't eat it. I was so upset. And I was like, you're the worst. You want me to eat cake that I threw up? So like literally 20 minutes later, there was a knock on the door and he had left the ice cream I wanted for me outside of the door. <laughs> you it, Men sometimes need a little learning experience yeah, on that. I think he he genuinely felt bad, but he was like, oh, she's a little crazy right now. I don't know what to do with her. Yep. I will. This is not a pregnancy story, but when I was in my 20s, a big group of us went whitewater rafting and everybody's like, yeah, you bring your own groceries and all this stuff. So I was like, I'm going to go as cheap as possible and just be drunk the whole weekend. So I bought white bread, bologna and flaming hots. It's literally all I ate. <laughs> oh my God. I could not tell you how long it took me to be able to eat any of those Oh, pieces of food sure. again because I was so drunk and then I was puking it up. If you've never puked up Flaming Huts, it's awful. Awful. It burns. It's so bad. And it's like, <laughs> okay, I learned that lesson. But they're actually my favorite like treat or like 
chip or I don't know what you call hot it. Hot Cheetos. But, I know. They're so bad for you, though. I, don't I like care. them too. You hear all those stories about people like dying from eating flaming hots now. Like, is any. What? Yes. I've never heard this story. Or I don't know, dying, but like having to be hospitalized. Wasn't there like one rapper that supposedly was hospitalized for eating too much hot Cheetos? I've never heard this story. Oh, I'm telling you, it was, it, it's out there. But why? Like, what's the problem? Like intestinal issues or things like that. Yeah, there was a story where a mom had to hospitalize her daughter for hot Cheetos, this rapper. How much was she eating? I don't know. That's what I said. I'm like, well, if you're eating like 10 bags of hot Cheetos in one day, I think, you know, that might cause a problem. I'm going to have to look it up now. But like I eat sriracha on everything, sandwiches, spaghetti, mac and cheese, everything. And see, hot Cheetos hospital rapper. It already came up. Rapper Lil Xan (laughs) says too many hot Cheetos sent him to the hospital. Just with a fiery butthole? I mean, what is... Uh, I don't know. Look at this rapper, too. Like, Oh, he looks very dirty. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like Post Malone. He looks. He just looks dirty. And he came out with like these interviews saying, like, I do shower. I'm like, that, that's that got to suck when people, people just... People say, yeah. You just look dirty. He just has his own style. Okay. He says, I was in the hospital not doing any drugs, but I guess I ate... <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> I guess I ate uh too many hot Cheetos and it ripped something in my stomach open so I puked a little blood, he said with a laugh in a video posted on Instagram. We good, he said, before promoting his upcoming tour. Oh my god. So it's, it's not a publicity the first time, stunt. Maybe. It's not the first time the snacks have been in the news because of health concerns. In July, a mother blamed snacks, including hot Cheetos, for her daughter's gallbladder surgery. How old was the daughter though? I don't know. The, che- the teen regularly ate bags of hot Cheetos oh. and Takis before stomach pains led to the surgery. Well, you have to think, I mean, if you eat too much spicy food, you can have ulcers. I mean, I guess I don't I don't overindulge in Flaming Hots either. Lil, Lil Xan urged followers to be careful as hot Cheetos are one hell of a drug. And I swear, I wasn't doing any drugs. <laughs> oh, man. How did we get on this rant of hot Cheetos? Puking. From pregnancy, and then I was just thinking of what's one of the worst things I've puked up was bologna sandwiches oh, that's and right. flaming hot. It's it gets it's a little choggy in here. That's all. What is choggy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel like this is going to be an epic Gina story. Whenever <laughs> things are like a little fuzzy, a little hazy, you don't know quite what's going on. I say it's choggy up in here. Okay, choggy is coin. <laughs> One time, me and one of my good friends, Sarah, that I grew up with, we were smoking weed. I would say we probably like, I don't know, 15, 16 years old. We got really high. And she started talking about a story where when she was little, because I think we were making toast, she would call toast chost. <laughs> so she'd be like, chost, I want some chost, mommy, or whatever, uh-huh. you know. And so I was like, oh, that's funny. You know, like when I was little. <laughs> oh boy sorry when i was little i used to call my doggy choggy (laughs) and i'd be like come here choggy and then like five minutes later i go i never had a dog (laughs) you just wanted to fit in with your friend (laughs) 
<laughs> you like, relate to her. <laughs> I never had a dog and I did not call them Chalky. <laughs> well, you did say you were smoking pot, so you yeah. have an excuse. <laughs> I go, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> That is funny. So now whenever something's just a little fucked up, I'm like, it's choggy in here. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but how do you get to choggy? Foggy? I don't know, because she said she called the toast chost, and I was like, oh, I called my doggy choggy, but I never oh, had it. Oh, <laughs> my God, my brain. Just... I never had a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little choggy in here. Yes, yeah, see? It's a little yeah. choggy. My up brain in here. is very choggy right now. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love too that I had to call myself out. Like I could have gone with the lie and been like <laughs> <laughs> She would not have been any wiser. She would not have known the wiser, but I just had to call myself out and be like, I didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to feel included. I did. And name things with C-H. Yeah. You chose Choggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense. So you're welcome, everyone. If things are a little fucked up, you don't know quite what's going on, you can just be like, it is Choggy in here. Need to open a window. <laughs> Let some chair in. <laughs> That's supposed to be air. I got it. Okay. I... Didn't know how well that would translate. Chair. <laughs> I need chair. <laughs> so today's episode, we decided to bring you mixed bag nuts. Yeah, just kind of a mishmash of stories that we've gotten from previous episodes that we've done, but we just didn't get a chance to share all of them. Because we completely appreciate all the emails that we have been getting from everybody and we want to make sure that everybody feels included yeah and that we're sharing it, your fun stories so we're gonna have stuff from phobias and sleepovers and worst dates and i have i have one i want to start out with because i just think this is hilarious and i had no idea what the hell this meant so oh perfect so is this a phobia <laughs> no this is just totally random okay and i figured hell it goes right along with what well i guess maybe it's more like a fetish oh okay i'm here for it yes so this is from Jeannie or Ginny. we'll say Ginny. it's me it's my story <laughs> gina <laughs> it's chinny chinny ch <laughs> Hey, Melinda, huge challenge fan and saw your new podcast on Scott Yeager's Twitter. Shout out to Scott Yeager. I guess this is a topic suggestion. My six-year-old just started an obsession with skateboarding. I took him to a skate park and a punk teenager called him a shit monk. Wow. <laughs> what is a shit monk? <laughs> I had to look it up on Urban Dictionary and then told that punk to shove it. <laughs> <laughs> A week has passed and I can't get over the term. Is that what people are doing these days? Why would someone do that? I'm afraid to Google it. Can't wait to listen to your next episode. Thanks, Ginny. What do you think shitmunk means? I have no idea. Like some reference for a chipmunk? Yes, you're very close. Okay. And then you just got to think dirty with it. Chipmunk, shitmunk. Shitmunk. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I'll use it in a sentence. <laughs> Perfect. 
<laughs> I just pulled a shit monk on some chick. Then I punched her in the face and she became a mud bitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am so lost right now. <laughs> Don't punch anybody in the face. Okay. So a shit monk is... When you shit in a woman's mouth and her cheeks puff out like a cute chipmunk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so gross. Oh, yuck. <laughs> I just, I can't. I mean, I will poop out a window, but I will not poop in someone's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> but why would this person call a six-year-old a chipmunk at a skateboarding park? Maybe they didn't know what it really meant. Wait, is is her daughter or son it just says my six-year-old okay oh that's gross oh it's just called him called him a shit monk so a six-year-old boy (laughs) but i like like is this what kids are or people are doing these days why would someone do that i completely agree yeah i mean people really like their poo and pee like with involved with sex apparently i mean isn't it even like biggie that has a rap where he's talking about shitting on someone's stomach or something like that i don't know i'm not a big rap fan so i'm, I'm not, not a, a huge rap that. fan once somebody told me to randomly when they were hearing these stories about poop and stuff it's some like newscaster that's like not a newscaster. Who's who's somebody who does weather? Weather. I think it's a weather forecast person or whatever. Like up in the Green Bay area, he's known for like taking men back to his house, and he has like this big glass table, and he'll oh no he'll he'll lay underneath the glass table Mm-mm. and have the boys shit because he likes to see it coming out of their butthole. Yeah, is, and so this he'll be is like a Wisconsin. Yes, weather forecaster. Yes, come on. I don't know if it's true or not. But apparently, like, wherever the town by Green Bay is, like, known for this. Oh, my God. Because he likes to watch the poop come out of their butthole. Oh, no. (laughs) While he's underneath the glass table, like, jerking off. He watches fart cakes for sure. Whatever. Cake farts. Cake farts for (laughs) sure. (laughs) No. Mm -mm. Yeah, I don't want anyone to poop in my mouth or poop in anyone's mouth. I don't even. I mean, even just talking about it makes me uncomfortable. Well, the smell. I'm good. If you're in a public restroom, you can smell somebody taking a dookie a couple stalls over, (laughs) like let alone somebody shitting in your mouth. I can't even imagine how bad that smell. I'm all set. I would throw up. I'm getting that like pukey feeling in my throat right now. I would throw up. (laughs) Straight up, just throw up. (laughs) Oh, Like laying under the table. (laughs) Just puking everywhere. (laughs) Nope, not for me. No, not for me either. All right, I have a fun fetish story from my... another fetish one, all right. Yes, from Judy. So she said she was 19 and pretty naive to kinks outside of BDSM, which I don't know what BDS is. What is that? Bondage, sadomasochism. Okay. Oh, dang, Melinda. (laughs) Well, I've been studying up. I'm trying to... Spice up my sex life for my husband. <laughs> She's like, oh, that? This is what that is. And then I know there's more in it, but it's like bondage. Dominatrix. Domina- dom- I don't know. We'll have to look it up now. BDSM. Anyway, she met a guy with a foot fetish. You act like you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Never heard of this term before. Did you ever watch Fifty Shades of Grey? I tried. It was horrible to me. No offense to anybody who liked it, but I think that guy is psychotic. 
Yeah, I watched one episode and I was like, this, or one episode, one movie, and I was like, this is just weird to me. And I didn't think it, I don't know. I just didn't care for it either. But anyways, I, thought, I don't, I don't like, know what made me think of that. Well, because he's into bondage. Yeah. But I, I tried to read the book. A lot of women around me were like obsessed with it and I could not get into it. And I'm like, my God, this guy really has some serious yeah, wasn't mental it like concerns. Every woman was like reading the book and like tickling the taco while they were doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, I did that. I just. <laughs> but then like I was like, OK, well, maybe I'll just try to watch the movie. And it's just not yeah. for me. I don't know. I, th- I didn't care for it either. And then the one I watched was like he got into like the helicopter crash or whatever and then like lived i was like this is all just weird to me (laughs) anyways back to judy i met a guy with a foot fetish anyways back to judy (laughs) it is choggy up in here today i'm telling you just bear with us you guys (laughs) (laughs) he was older than me and i remember the first time we hung out he asked if he could give me a foot massage i thought nothing of it as we started to date he told me he liked my natural smell (laughs) (laughs) he once licked my armpit while we were messing around we we were so caught up in the moment i shrugged it off one night we went out on a date and i had worn these pink polka dotted pumps with big white bow at the toe cutest shoes ever they sound very cute (laughs) he had told me that my shoes were sexy and that he couldn't wait to get back to his place (laughs) when we got back he asked me if i would do him a favor i told him sure He asked me to take the Cheerios from the kitchen and pour them onto the carpet and stomp on them with my shoes. (laughs) Oh, Lord. He asked if while I was doing it, he could videotape me. (laughs) (laughs) Spank bank. This was kind of a flag to me, but I asked if I had to take my clothes off and he said no. So I thought there was no harm in that. He videotaped (laughs) me with a camcorder crushing Cheerios in his carpet (laughs) with my pink polka dotted pumps. He then asked me to vacuum it up, and I did it while he filmed me. I remember being drunk and feeling like I was really good at crushing Cheerios. (laughs) She's so proud of herself. (laughs) Trying to do it in a very sexy way, which now I realize is ridiculous. He also took pictures of my legs and feet with his digital camera. (laughs) At the time, I remember not being too alarmed because I kept my clothes on. Now I look back and realize there's a video of me out there somewhere being a sexy Cheerio crusher. <laughs> Donut seeds. And then cleaning up my mess. That one blonde joke. I think it was <laughs> oh, yeah, the Donut, <laughs> donut seeds. seeds. I wonder if she still has those shoes. I don't know. That'd be great. I'd be laughing every time I'd like wear them. Like, you just look down and you're like... Or when you're eating breakfast in the morning and you pull out your box of Cheerios. <laughs> Could you ever eat Cheerios again? And not think of it? For sure, no. I don't think I'll even be able to eat Cheerios and not think of that story. <laughs> Crushing them up with her cute shoes. <laughs> I wonder if she had to, like, grind them into the carpet. Yeah. Like, like, like when you put out, like, a cigarette butt and you, like, twist... The ball of your feet, you know, to like crush. Yeah. That is kind of Well, she said she felt like she was doing really good and really (laughs) sexy at it. So I bet you she was getting into it, you know. You go, girl. I mean, she's a very pretty girl. So I'm sure she was like, yeah, I'm good at this. (laughs) (laughs) I got this. And then now she's like, oh, maybe 
Maybe that video is not out there, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, we've all done some weird stuff in our 20s, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think her face was in the video, so, but still. I wonder if she's ever talked to him again, too. I wonder. <laughs> Can you please send me the footage of that? <laughs> well, if it was on a camcorder, that means it was on, like, tape. Yeah. So then that thing was probably used up completely. <laughs> he probably watched it and rewatched it. So and rewatched it over and over. Right. Tape was eaten. <laughs> This next story I have is from Allison. It's a sleepover story. It says, when I was in junior high, my school stayed in a college dorm for a fine arts competition. Me and one of my good friends at the time were luckily put in the same room. We were talking at night in the dark, and then all of a sudden she said, oh no, I spilled my Kool-Aid. She quickly took all the sheets off the bed, and we told whoever was in charge, and they brought new sheets. Come to find out later, she actually leaked from her period, and she was just trying to cover it up. Oh, <laughs> Been there, done that, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the worst. It's tough being a woman. It is, and you can't help it, you know, but you definitely know when there's a leak, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, crap. I remember the first time I got my period, I was so mad. Though. Why? Because I thought, like, you can't go swimming and you can't do normal sports and stuff. It was just like... Well, because when you're young, you don't want to use, like, tampons at first. You have to wear those pads. It's like wearing a diaper. <laughs> but then you find out what a tampon is and you're fine. But... Right. I remember trying one finally and I was like, oh, this is way better than a pad. Mm-hmm. You're not sitting up extra five inches on every chair. <laughs> I use the period cup now. I swear by that thing. Whatever works for you. Yeah. I could not figure that thing out. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for that story, Allison. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. All right. I have a bad date one. Worst dates, horrible dates, whatever. This date was great until it wasn't. Uh-oh. I went to this local restaurant by myself once a week. It was the perfect place to be alone. I'd have a small meal, drink some tea, and read a book. After a month of this routine, the chef comes to my table and asks how I liked my meal. He was eight years older than me, tall, dark hair, dark eyes, mysterious, and extremely charismatic. He had his master's degree in neuroscience, so seems like he's, you know... Got his shit together. Yeah, a catch. Mm-hmm. He was working part-time at the restaurant until he decided where he wanted to go for his doctorate. Now, you got to wonder maybe if that's true or not, you know, like strippers say they're going to medical school. Medical school. school. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we talked for a bit and he asked me if he can give me some more good food at another restaurant this weekend. Oh, like on a date. He was one of the most charming men I'd ever met from such a brief encounter. So he's wooing her. We go on our first date and everything went really well. I could not believe he had been single for long. See, there's a red flag, right? (laughs) (laughs) Too good to be true? Probably is. Despite everything being perfect, there was something unsettling about him, something I could not quite put my finger on. He asks if he can stay over at my place when he walks me to my door. I politely tell him he can watch a movie with me, but I'm not ready for him to sleep over. He pretends to fall asleep on my bed in the middle of the movie. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I sense he is not actually asleep. When it's over, I gently wake him up and tell him I'll see him soon. Here's where things go sour. The next weekend, we have our second date. I get into his car, and I can sense something is different. He didn't seem like the same person I met last week. He makes a few rude and snide comments about my outfit, and then he laughs. 
I do my best to ignore them and try to see the humor. See, I think that's very tacky. Mm-hmm. Especially that early on in the date, like, or in dating. For sure. Warning signs, right? All the red flags you got to look for. Then he starts talking about how pathetic and stupid he believes his mother is. She had called him earlier because she had a small tree that was dying and wanted his advice. She had been praying and caring for the tree, but it wasn't getting better. She's so pathetic and stupid. Kids are dying all over the world from hunger. You think God would give a shit about her stupid little tree? Oh, my Lord. (laughs) I know. Relax. (laughs) We get to dinner and his steak was not cooked to his liking. Instead of being polite to our waitress about it, he complains and talks to her so rudely that she takes it back to the kitchen, trying to hold back tears. Then he starts loudly talking about how she must not be that bright. Jeez. Now, I don't know if it's just me, but if you're rude to your waiter or waitress... You're a horrible person. Yeah. There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. I would be embarrassed in them as well, too. She said she was disgusted and mortified. He's driving me home after dinner and abruptly stops the car along the side of the street. I do my best to remain calm and not let fear keep me from preparing for what could happen. He aggressively turns to me and gets really close to my face. I'm not letting you lead me on. I'm a catch. Either you are mine or we're nothing. Oh, my God. This is, like, scary. Terrifying. I'm in an awkward position. We're a few miles outside of town with no one nearby. Ugh. He was unpredictable. I had no idea how he was going to react. I don't move away as he gets in my face. I didn't want him to sense that I was scared. All right, then, we're nothing. He starts shouting and calling me horrible, vulgar names. Oh, my God. I tell him I'm walking and get out of the car. He laughs and yells. His only regret is wasting his money on my dinner. Wow. It sounds like I went on a date with this guy. Sounds familiar. (laughs) God. Minus all the good stuff at the beginning of the story, but. Yeah, this is terrible. He texts me a few days later and apologizes for how he acted and wants to take me to dinner again. (laughs) Like, no. She said, I politely decline. He spends the next few weeks bashing my name around town and on social media. Oh, my Lord. Like, what the heck is wrong with people? Or this guy, I should say. But there's other people out there that are jerks on dates, too. I just ignore him, and eventually he stops texting me and leaves me alone. Jeez. Yeah, I went on a date with a guy, and he just kept flipping out on me about the most stupid stuff. Like, he said he had was uh, quitting smoking, and then he was chewing this gum. So I was like, oh, is that like a Nicorette sort of gum or something? He's like, picks up the package of gum, and he slams it on the table, and he's like, does this look like a fucking no-smoking gum? And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he was wow. out of control. Did he ask you out on another date? Yes, he did. And oh. then he wouldn't stop. Oh he wouldn't God. stop um, <clears throat> like messaging me on like Facebook. And actually, and then I started dating Maddie five months later. And then this guy shows up at my 30th birthday <gasps> party. Oh, and I had to have no. the bouncers because I had a VIP table. Had to make sure like they're like, okay, no, this guy is not invited. I was a yeah. freaking weirdo. Man, I feel like women, we should always have a backup plan. When you're going out on a date, especially a first date or even even a second or third date, like if you don't know them, mm-hmm. you should be like somewhere in public, not let – you could meet there, like drive yourself, like you don't have to drive with them, you know, because mm-hmm. people are crazy. You never know like what you could be – remember the Craigslist killer mm-hmm. that was finding women to date and then killed them? Ugh. You just never And he know. was in like a happy, healthy relationship too, that guy. Right. That's so creepy. Oh, yeah. You just got to be careful out there. Anyone out there that's on 
dating apps and all this stuff, just be careful. Have a backup plan and drive yourself. I don't want to hear any of these horror stories where somebody gets hurt. Well, you just don't know people, you know, that early on anyways. And like how far do you go with second chances for dates too, right? Like if you have a horrible first date, do you ever even consider going on the second one? I mean, I think it depends on what made it horrible. Like if the guy like puked on himself or, you know, stuff like that. But if a guy has that much anger yeah, and hostility. Yeah, I would say for sure no. Hell no. I mean, if he just had to poop on the side of the road or something. <laughs> True story. You just try to look past it. <laughs> that's not their fault, right? Right, but that could make the date horrible, but not like, okay, you know, the person's a train wreck. Right. I feel like if somebody's angry, I for sure would not go on the second date with them. Not like that. Mm-mm. You have to think, if that person is showing you that on a first date yeah imagine what it's like when you're dating that person do you really need that much drama in your life yeah imagine like the 60th date oh my god (laughs) so one of my favorites wrote us in another story so he had the um, amazing uh anal sex story (laughs) from episode two Oh, yes. The dog. The dog treat one. Yes. Oh, I like it. I like his way of writing things. So this one is a drunk story. My buddy Marcus and I were both managers at Applebee's. We got along just great and quickly became great friends. He wanted to go to San Francisco to get a tattoo from a well-known artist and asked if I wanted to go. I, of course, said yes, and we embarked on our adventure. I worked at Applebee's when I was younger. Really? Yeah. You, they called it Apple Buds. Like Why? your co-workers. Oh, because you guys were all got along? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I worked there, like, right at, like out of high school with apple, an apple bud. Hey, you going to meet at Apple Buds tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, did you guys call it Apple Buds, too? I bet you they did. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mike said his friend lived 45 minutes from him, so he met him in his city since it was on the way to the bay. He had a 2005 gold Toyota pickup King cab that had a camper shell on it. Oh. We drove up and parked, and then he went and got his tattoo. Afterwards, it was only about 2 p.m., so we decided to walk to Larry Flint's Hustler Club. (laughs) It was a random Thursday, and they had $2 beers and $2 well shots. After about three hours of being there, we had imbibed 12 or 13 of each. We were completely hammered. We got lap dance upon lap dance. (laughs) Finally, we knew it was time to leave. I'm not endorsing drinking and driving, but yeah, we did. On our way to the truck, we stopped and got two tall cans each and set back for his house. These guys are getting hammered. Yeah. Trying to think of like even three hours of being there with that cheapest shots and stuff. I would be puking on myself. I would be. I would have already puked. Yeah. (laughs) In my purse. Just kept on fucking drinking. (laughs) 20 minutes into the drive home, we both have to piss like a diabetic racehorse. (laughs) We keep looking for a place. Finally, we exit the freeway and find a convenience store. We run in and ask to use the restroom. They say they have none. However, behind the store, there is an alley and we decide to piss there. As we are pissing through a cyclone fence, we notice that on the other side of the fence, a wedding is happening. (laughs) Oh, no. What's a cyclone fence? I don't know. I think it's just like a... Well, when you find out, let me know. 
Thank you, Google, for always being there for you're us. Just, you're there for us. Not knowing what things are. Suddenly, all attention is on us peeing. We hurry up and finish and get back on the road. On our way back, I didn't even notice, but I pee again in his truck and in my pants. Oh, no. <laughs> he doesn't notice either. His girlfriend calls and asks where we are. Eventually, we go and meet her and some other friends at Chili's. This is where things become blurred. <laughs> well, he's, bla- he's blacking out at this point. And I said blurried. I meant blurred. I guess we both went in, ordered $80 worth of appetizers. Mind you, my pants are soaked in pee, but somehow we don't get kicked out. (laughs) A last detail I leave out is I have to open the next morning at 7.30 a.m. I wake up to my cell phone alarm and it is at 6 a.m. It takes me a minute to realize where I am and then I snap to and go get my uniform and head out. I'm still swimming from last night's antics. (laughs) I make it to the store about eight minutes early and unlock the door for the cooks who are waiting. They all start dying laughing. I don't know why. I go into the bathroom to wash my face off and there's writing all over it. (laughs) (laughs) I realize kind of what happened. I managed to get most of it off. Later on that day around three, Marcus comes in for his closing shift with the story and pictures. Apparently after Chili's, we went back to his house with friends and got strippers. They were sitting ass naked on my face, were putting dildos in my mouth, and one even just sat on me as I lay to sleep. There's pictures of it all, which he is showing everyone. He also woke up still drunk, had his girlfriend drive him to work while sitting in my pissed on seat that he forgot about. (laughs) I don't know how I made it till five that day. I slept after my shift in the dry storage area for a few hours before going home. Oh, no. Those pictures quickly circulated on MySpace and, yeah, one of the drunkest nights in my life. (laughs) So he had, like, pee, strippers, getting hammered. Oh, man. Getting written on his face. (laughs) Getting written on on his face as well. That's so funny. What was it? Remember Garden State where... But he had balls written on his forehead and he didn't know. And he Mm-mm. was at breakfast and he was like, by the way, it says balls on your forehead. <laughs> I saw that movie when it first came out. I don't remember it. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Is that with Natalie Portman? Yes. Okay. Yep. I don't remember it really. True story. Again, me defecating or peeing out of a window. <laughs> I was, it was when I lived in Florida and um. I lived in St. Pete, but we went out in Tampa all the time. And the only way to get to St. Pete from Tampa is by going over some type of um, long bridge, like the Courtney Campbell or the Howard Franklin or whatever. They're pretty long bridges. So I had to pee. And my friend and I were coming back from Tampa to go back to St. Pete. And I don't condone drinking and driving, but we did it this night. Well, my friend was driving. I was a passenger. And I had to pee so bad. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to pee out the window. Like, Oh, my God. (laughs) Gina. What is with you sticking your butt out of windows? (laughs) And my friend's like, yeah, go for it. So I stick my butt out of her window and start peeing on the Howard Franklin bridge. And we quickly realized that her back truck window was open. No. Oh, no. He was just flying back in. Oh, God. She was like trying to shut the window, but... It was a little too late. We both got pee sprinkled on us on oh, that one. Oh, my Lord. It was not raining. That was my pee. <laughs> Golden showers for everyone, including yourself. God, why did I do these things? Well, you think it's easy. It's like funny. Right. I was like, well, no problem. I'll just pee out the window. 
people driving by are like probably taking pictures of me with my ass out the window yet again. One time, my uh, big group of us was going out in Milwaukee, and we were pre-gaming beforehand. We were so like buzzed up, having so much fun. And one of their busiest bars always had a huge line outside of the bar. And we, my friend Mikey was driving. My old roommate Kate was in the car with me. And I had this brilliant idea to stop at the lights and honk the horn and just moon everybody that was in <laughs> line. And it was so funny because I remember like when I was done mooning everybody, my old roommate Kate still had her little butt out the window and I like turn around and see everybody's faces. It was so funny to me. But I know you think like you're funny and you do yeah. stupid stuff when you're in your 20s. Did you ever do like the Chinese fire drills mm-hmm. at the red lights? God. I always think of Full House. What was – I don't remember that. They – I don't remember if it was Kimmy or DJ was driving, but they do the Chinese fire drill, and then they end up getting locked out of the car. Oh, no. <laughs> Why are they called a Chinese fire I drill? I don't know. You know, I don't I don't think that people do that nowadays. I haven't heard of anyone doing that in a long time. Well, it's also probably politically incorrect now. <laughs> or not politically incorrect what would it well because it's not politics right it's traffic it's a traffic violation calling it a chinese fire drill oh very choggy (laughs) right over my head well at least we're both having these blonde moments today i was like well that's a traffic violation not a not a polit nothing to do with politics mel Uh, you know the worst thing too i always hated when people do this but like if somebody picks you up and you're trying to open the car door and then they keep pushing on the gas and going forward oh my gosh i hate that i yes i've had people do that to me because they think it's funny i'm like it's not funny it's not it's so not funny i mean it's funny now like because it's not happening to me but that also makes me think of the wonder years i don't i never really watched that show there's something wrong with you. Well, clearly. <laughs> Hanging my ass out of windows, pooping and pee. You know, I I would pee anywhere I had to go when I was in my 20s, honestly. And I don't think I've ever I would peed too. out of a window. You never see. You've not lived life then. God. You have not lived life until you stuck your bare ass out of a window <laughs> And pooped or peed. Oh, no. Well, I'm in my 30s. Maybe it's time to try it now. I'm going to put a camera outside your house. (laughs) (laughs) She's doing it. I'm so proud of her. She's finally living her best life. Look at her with her ass hanging out the window. I'm so proud. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do it at my own home, too. I know for Christmas, you're probably going to get me a box and a hanger. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, you have to go back and listen to Pillow Humping, episode three. One of my favorites. It will explain how I like to gyrate on pillows. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but also your pooping out the window story. Yes. That was episode three, right? I can't remember now. All the good times just blend together. They do. Hey, you know, I might go home tonight and poop out my window. And then just for old time's sake. Invite your dad over to clean it up. Just just to feel good. (laughs) I'll let Dexter out. Dexter. Oh, no. (laughs) Nothing worse than dogs eating human poop. We talk about that, too. Maybe I really do. I Maybe I really do like poop. All these stories I have about it. Like, geez. 
go home tonight and take a long, hard look at myself in the mirror. You mean your butthole or you mean just Gina, your face? Do you like poop? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Tell me the truth. I really don't. I swear. I just, sometimes if you, when you got to go, you got to go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh, my God. I have another one, a fetish. This is another fetish one. And I found this one online. I just thought it was really weird. I dated a girl with a rape impregnant, impregnant, I I can't say this. (laughs) Impregnation fetish. Is that right? Impregnation? I don't know. Specifically wanted sex to start as consensual, then build to a climax wherein she asked me to pause apply protection, at which point I should refuse to do so and physically restrain her long enough to come inside her amid her protests that she would get pregnant. (laughs) Who hurt you? Who hurt you? (laughs) That's not so problematic until you consider the fact that I had to trust her claim that she was on the pill in the midst of what clearly was an obsession with pregnancy. Oh. Eventually, this progressed to a role-play narrative that she was pregnant and I would harm the baby with forceful sex. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That was the point where the discomfort exceeded the hotness of the girl. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she she has the fetish of being pregnant. Yeah. Then she's telling you to not wear protection. Yeah. Like, can you imagine the internal conflict that you're For having? For sure. That's what he was like, okay. But she's assuring him that she's on the pill. But while they're fucking, she's like, no, you can't come in me. No. And then wanting yeah. him to pretend like he's forcefully holding her down to come inside her. Like Something's happened to that girl. Oh, yeah. I'm like, there's a life. whole lot of weird going on here. I mean, I can understand the appeal of... You know, like role playing, and you want like, oh, please no, yeah, please <laughs> don't do that. You like know, my my thing. I don't actually do that during sex. I just do that joking around. My please no. <laughs> <laughs> Another episode in a row here. It makes it in. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Anytime for me, there's somebody who has a role play obsession with like being raped. Ah, that just that does not a turn on for me. Any time that someone has a role play where they're interested in like rape and things like that, ah, oh, that's a huge red flag to me. That's a no. That, that's very scary, and especially to a woman out there that had to have the horrible experience of being raped. Like, ah, oh, like to me, none of that is like a turn on. I I feel horrible for any woman that's been in a situation mm-hmm. where they've been raped. You know, right? Like, I wouldn't want to take that and turn it into a role play. Nothing about that turns me on. Like. Well, I just would think that maybe something's happened before. Yeah. You know, like, and you're trying to like live through it or move on yeah, from it. I don't it. know. I don't know. I None of that would turn me on. And if a guy wanted me to pretend like he was raping me, I would be like, yeah, no, you got you gots to go. Move well, that's on. like I got plenty of um, emails in too. And there was no way to like make it like cohesive but a lot of people that would get choked. And, yeah, like, I'm not down with that either. People would be like, having sex with a guy for the first time and they're being choked it's like isn't that something you should have a conversation about yeah. not just that's, doing see, that none of that turns me on either i don't want to be choked i don't want to choke anybody like none of that but this does lead me to my next fetish story okay <laughs> she loved pain and being physically hurt 
It started with pinching, biting, gentle stuff that made sex interesting. Then it escalated to hair pulling and slaps. <laughs> more and more rough over time. She wanted and asked for much more. Straight punches and kicks. No. <laughs> if I didn't agree to hurt her, she would often do it to herself. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> Slapping herself. You're like doing a girl missionary and, and then she just keeps punching herself in, in the, the face. face. Like, <laughs> Oh, no. I must say it's quite the show when your girlfriend slaps the shit out of her own face repeatedly while screaming, that's how you should treat me. <laughs> no. Oh, no. One time she bit herself so hard we had to go to the ER. She was aroused the whole time while the nurse and I were horrified. Fun times. <laughs> He's like, and now we're married. She, no, I don't know. But she was insanely hot. Sex with her was incredible, and I'm that shallow, so it went on for a while. <laughs> well, at least you're honest. I appreciate that. I broke up with her the day she got emotional and aggressive when I refused to slap her in a crowded supermarket. <laughs> oh, my God. We remained kind of friends. Last time I talked to her, she pulled one of her nails off in front of her Tinder date. <laughs> So there's at least one guy out there traumatized by her by her way more than I am. <laughs> oh. Did you ever watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yes, I did. There's the one episode where Will gets stuck into like the basement with his date. Who's, oh, no. I think her name's Tia Campbell. But she like pulls off her wig and her eyelashes and each one of her <laughs> fingernails. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> Man, but that's strange. Like, yeah. Slapping herself no. during sex mm -mm. to each their own. Whatever floats your boat, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone. But in this case, she was hurting herself, right? Strange. So a listener sent this story in and it's about online dating. And I'm not going to say the name just because I don't have their first name and I don't want to give away their Instagram handle just in case they wanted to keep this one private. But so just letting you know, I met a guy on Tinder who told me his last name was Otto. I Googled him, generic Facebook, looked normal. So I met him for drinks. He was so odd, very socially awkward for someone so incredibly hot. When he pays for drinks, I see his name on debit card is actually spelled Otto, like O-D-D-O. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. He's a little odd. A little odd. Otto. Which made me go, hmm. Anyway, he asked me to come home with him and my spidey senses told me no way. So I said, no, my ex-in-laws were expecting me to pick up my son. When we walked out, he put on a balaclava to wear on his motorcycle and quipped, I know I look like a serial killer, but I'm not. Oh. Anytime you have to have the disclaimer, you might be a serial killer. <laughs> you might actually be one. I got in my car and raced out of there. I didn't drive towards my house. I drove all over town. Smart girl. Very smart. I made sure I wasn't followed. I got home and Googled him. He wasn't a serial killer, but... He just served 20 years for murdering a homeless African-American man, and he was a skinhead. Oh. Louis Otto. Google oh him. God. So, yeah, no more Tinder for me. And people out there really need to be careful who they go out with and have an exit plan, which we just talked which about. Which we just talked about. Oh, but my God. But I wrote, I'm like, that is the scariest thing ever. Oh, my God. I would just stay single. And she wrote, I have. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure she'll meet the right one eventually. I would be scared to death. Heck yeah, after that. Ugh. We should Google them and find out. 
It's like, have you seen those shows on Netflix or whatever of the women who were married to serial killers? Mm -mm. Oh, it's so bizarre, right? Like they had no clue that their husbands were serial killers. I can't remember what the show was called. Maybe it was like Investigation Discovery that it was on. Or or my husband's a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Something that easy. Something that easy. But a lot of, you know, there's like even Ted Bundy, he had, you know, a serious girlfriend and she had no idea. Right. Yeah. Like, how would you know? If if you don't know, you don't know. If you don't know, now you know. I have one that I found that I just think is funny too (laughs) on fetishes. My ex was really into anime, which is like, you know, the cartoons yeah the cartoons which have you seen i have seen like advertisements for like cartoons. advertisements advertisements wow <laughs> you're for- very fancy today <laughs> for cartoon porn like it just looks so weird like this anime porn like i don't get it why would you want to watch cartoons having sex like it's just weird to me anyways <laughs> first she started speaking and he put japanese in quotation marks during sex i don't know if you can call that japanese i mean i don't speak it but it didn't really sound accurate <laughs> <laughs> so she was just on top like wishing water quota oh <laughs> advertisements <laughs> Then she asked me to speak Japanese, too. I mean, she was my girlfriend. I was really into her. So I watched a lot of hentai, which I don't know what that is, to learn some words, even though I was not into it at all. (laughs) It was becoming really difficult for me to get in the mood when she started speaking in that stereotypical high-pitched hentai girl voice. So maybe it was like, I would do you. Saki, saki. Like, I don't know. She I want to look at what hentai. Hentai. I'm, I'm getting really into it over here. In English, hentai means pervert. Oh. And it says it is basically anime with perverse or bizarre sexual desire or act. Well, there you go. So he would watch this trying to trying to study up on what he should say during sex. <laughs> The fact that she would just kind of lie there not moving and I had to do all the work was not helping either. But I really liked her and I wanted to be a supportive supportive boyfriend. Then she bought me a kimono and asked me to wear it in bed. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. I tried. I really tried. I just couldn't. I felt ridiculous. A few days later, I found out she was having sex with her cosplay buddies. Oh. oh. Got myself checked at the clinic. <laughs> Thank the Lord. <laughs> Thank God I was clear and broke up with her. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that, I, I wouldn't be able to get on with that either. So I looked up balaclava and we're both very stupid. It's basically a ski mask like a robber wears. Oh. And, you know, honestly, all the true crime stuff, they talk about this sort of stuff all the time because a lot of times these are like in you know, rapist rape kits, you know, like the things that they use. Well, yeah, that would be creepy if he was putting that on Uh, and getting onto a motorcycle. Sir, you do look like a serial killer. And then he said it. I know I look like a serial killer. Well, now that you say it, you do. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Again, I feel very boring in my sex life. Yeah, I I, I guess I don't watch cartoon porn either. (laughs) I don't either. Man. (laughs) We're so freaking lame. We are. We are basic white bitches. Yep. <laughs> I have to start researching some stuff to be more exciting, I guess. <laughs> but not this stuff. <laughs> I'm going to 
do that the next time I have sex with my husband. Try to talk like a Give Japanimation a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a kimono. <laughs> and then start uh, punching yourself in the face. Yeah. In, but using the Japanimation voice still or yeah. whatever. He would probably be like, what the fuck? Is I'm wrong sure your with husband you? feels that daily. Yeah, I'm sure he does. I'd love to just be a fly on the wall in your house. Yeah, I'm sure there's times where he just looks. He does. <laughs> Sometimes he just looks at me and shakes his head and he goes, oh, honey, you're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that. Right? Or at least he thinks I am. So that's all that matters. All that matters. <laughs> so for next week's episode, we, um, we're approaching our Thanksgiving holiday here. Which I cannot believe. I cannot believe that we're that close to Thanksgiving, Christmas. Even though I'm sure somewhere around here you have a Christmas decoration up already. <laughs> <laughs> you hide it for me when I come over. Mind your own business. <laughs> So for the uh, stories that we want, we want your crazy Thanksgiving stories. So anything that's like super embarrassing or family gatherings, grandma's hair started on fire, the turkey blew up, <laughs> family arguments, Ooh, yeah. somebody who got too drunk at Thanksgiving dinner, anything of that sort, we want to hear it. That's my plan for Thanksgiving dinner. I'm going to get hammered. Well, yeah, because you can finally drink again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Send in your stories to Blonde Moments Podcast at Gmail, or you can find us on Instagram, Twitter. You can send them to our personal Instas too. But thank you guys, honestly. You have made me have fantastic cheekbones from all the laughing yeah, from your stories. From all the laughter. <laughs> that and my butthole. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Gina just had to say butthole one more time in this episode. Apparently. I'm going to try to sneak the word butthole into every episode. <laughs> Something is wrong with you. <laughs> I don't think we had to sneak it in. I think I it's made think it into every episode. I don't think we've had to sneak it in either. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. I think it's just a funny word. Butthole. Yeah. Sorry. I said it again. <laughs> So we'll end uh, on a blonde joke here. All right. Two blondes living in Oklahoma were sitting on a bench talking, and one blonde says to the other, which do you think is further away, Florida or the moon? The other blonde turns and says, hello, can you see Florida? <laughs> <laughs>